Hello, my name is Elder Ree. Do you ever feel like you're missing out on colonization? Do you like misogyny? Do you prefer your women in the kitchen? Do you like your Jesus, white-skinned and blue-eyed? Well, we have the perfect religion for you. It's the new craze, and it's called Mormonism. We're a polite, active bunch who prefer the good old-fashioned bike rides to spread the word about our all-American prophet, Joseph Smith, and his golden plates. We're more than happy to give you a free book that was written by Joseph Smith and Jesus Christ. Once you are indoctrinated, <clears throat> I mean involved in the church, you will be sent to far-off places to do the Lord's work. Travel expenses not included. And if you are what we once considered to be a cursed human, you will now be accepted into the church. See? We are progressive. Also, as a reward for sharing our faith, you will receive the coveted magic underwear. It will protect you from all the pleasures of the world. So if this sounds like something you want to devote your entire existence to, please give us a ring at 1-800-HASA-DIGA-IBOWAI. Welcome back to another cum-filled episode of the Whoa. Burning Even Podcast. I'm Mel, your favorite big TD Ethan. And I'm Bath, your spicy, smooth, suave Satanist. <laughs> so, Mel, did you hear that Matt Dillahani will be at the Atheist Convention in April? Holy oh, shit. shit! Really? Like, we need to seduce him to get him on our show. I'm one step ahead of you. Ooh. Apparently, he will be doing a magic show, and oh, I was thinking of trying to impress him with my magic, that he may want to come on the show. Um, that's a much better plan than mine, actually. I'm afraid to ask. But what was your plan? Well, it involved a 54-gallon drum of lube, some tacos, uh, and a baby. Um, why do you need a baby? Uh, for lunch, duh. Oh, God, I have a feeling we're gonna need a lot of bail money that weekend. <laughs> Anyway, on today's episode, we have the pleasure of having an ex-Mormon tell us her story. Her name is Mallory, and she goes by Mallory Moves Forward on TikTok. Welcome, Mallory, Welcome with Mallory. no E at the end. It's oh, just no. M-A-L-O-R-I. Oh, my God. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> What's <Thank you>. up? <laughs> what is up? I'm excited to be here. Don't lie to us. It's fine. She's lying. <laughs> She's lying. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> no, uh, I just, never lie. Just accept the deposit from the cash app, uh, you know, that we sent you 20 bucks. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. And go with it. Go with it. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. God damn it. Well, For I me, hope... it's tacos. I mean, you just give me tacos, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, is it a pink taco? I guess we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. So how are you, Mallory? Welcome to the shit show. Welcome. I'm doing good. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. We're so happy that you're here. You are the yeah. second Mormon, ex-Mormon, yes. I'm sorry, um, yes. on our show. Yeah, we had um, Chelsea on. Um, mm -hmm. And now it's you. And I'm, I'm super curious with your for, for your story. So let's get yeah. into it. 
Well, so, thank you. Yeah. Well, first, first, first. Yeah. But first, tradition. Uh, per tradition, <laughs> obviously, uh, we would love our guests to read the verse of the day. So, Mallory, what does the Book of Mormon have to say? So this is actually from the Doctrine and Covenants, which is Ooh. another form of scriptures that the Mormons mm-hmm. read. And they're basically writings by Joseph Smith that they call Revelations. Oh. And I will be reading from DNC section 129 verses 4 through 8. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. When a messenger comes saying he has a message from God, offer him your hand and request him to shake hands with you. If he be an angel, he will do so, and you will feel his hand. If he be the spirit of a just man made perfect, he will come in his glory, for that is the only way he can appear. Ask him to shake hands with you, but he will not move. But he will still deliver his message. If, if it be the devil as an angel of light, when you ask him to shake hands, he will offer you his hand, and you will not feel anything. You may therefore detect him. So it's basically <laughs> it's basically rules for if you get a messenger coming to you with a message from God and you have to ask them to shake hands. Uh-huh. And if they shake your hand and you feel it, it's an angel. If they shake your hand so, and you don't feel it, it's the devil. Right. That sounds like something Mel has gone through, right? You've had a messenger come to you and I mean, you've shaken his hand. It, I guess it was his hand. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Something was inside me. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> it was the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit. Um, th- amen. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> what the fuck, yo? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That's so a this- very a specific rule. That's a very specific rule. Yeah. It's so detailed, but it doesn't tell you what to do if it is the devil. Oh shit! It just right. cuts off at the end. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> you stand there awkwardly, like, um, yeah, you know, I, I know who you are. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, scurries away, you know. Can and I, I heard this when I was young, and I was fully prepared for this to happen to me. I was oh, really? ready. Oh god, no, <laughs> that's fucking it. Okay, so speaking of, um, we would love, absolutely love, to hear your religious background. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So I grew up Mormon, born and raised. I was brainwashed as a little child. Mm. So I was pretty much like your average religious Mormon girl. I went to BYU after high school. And BYU is when I first started kind of questioning things. Okay. I remember um, the topic of the LGBTQ issues started coming up with Prop 8 in California. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, it didn't make sense to me why it was wrong. And I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And that was kind of what started chipping away at my belief in the Mormon church. Mm, okay. Um, but then BYU was a very interesting place. It was <laughs> to have all those Mormons together, <laughs> just like horny virgins and like trying to figure oh, this stuff no. out right, right. <laughs> yeah oh they had <laughs> so one time um there was what was called a chastity party for virgins oh god stop oh, which my god. <laughs> I was like, where am I? This is so unbelievable to me because I grew up in Texas um, in the Mormon church and it just, I didn't have a ton of Mormon friends. And when you're all surrounded by Mormons, everyone's policing each other. Everyone's like 
policing themselves and so anxious about the rules and um it just can get really intense i was gonna say that that's that sounds so stressful like i'm already stressed that's a lot yeah. of work it is that is like a staple of the mormon church is just anxiety i, I felt so much anxiety as a mormon because all of those rules really get to you and it's kind of like you have your whole life decided for you mm-hmm. and all of your behavior is decided for you your how you should look how you should dress how you should speak, what you should eat and drink. I mean, it's just really, really intense. So I grew up with just a ton of anxiety. I remember around my baptism when I was seven, I started just getting really anxious about knowing I was about to be accountable for my sins. Because before that, you're not. Hmm. Really? So you can be like the devil, heathen child. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. You're not accountable until you're baptized. Until you're baptized, yes. Oh, then why why the fuck get baptized in the first place then? God damn it. I know. (laughs) Right? Like, that's a loophole. (laughs) I know. We know know other loopholes too, but yeah, we can talk about the other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's... And then at BYU, people try to get around the rules with all these loopholes and stuff. So it is like, a part of the religion, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was just this anxious little kid trying to be perfect. And um, it just, the perfectionism hit me really, really hard. Mm. And I started having a lot of mental health issues. And um, I was really embarrassed by it because they kind of packaged the religion like, if you're righteous and follow all these rules, you'll be blessed and you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And if you don't and you sin, that's when you're miserable and unhappy. So I was really unhappy and I attributed it to me being sinful. Mm-hmm. And that just ate away at my self-esteem, at my ability to trust in my own instincts, mm-hmm. you know, and, right. um, it just, it got really, really dark. And um, so I basically just hit it. And I was really good at masking it mm-hmm. because that's kind of what they expect of you. Yeah. Right. They expect right. you to present very happy. And yeah. sadness is always met with, well, you're not praying enough. You're not reading Ugh. your scriptures enough. So you're obviously doing something wrong. And that's what I thought. And I just kept trying to follow all these rules so that I would get that little promise of happiness. Right. And um, eventually, you know, when I was about 21, I was put on medication for the first time for my mental health. And it totally changed everything. Mm. And I was so mad that I had waited that long to get actual help from science and medicine yeah because i was relying on god the whole time and i Mm -hmm. think that's one of the biggest scams of it all is it it has all these promises like god can cure your illnesses god can do this god can do this and so then when that doesn't happen you feel like it's your fault it's your fault yeah yep gaslighting yeah Mm, <sighs> lovely <it>. gaslighting. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't very fun. <laughs> I'm sorry you went through that. That's shitty. Yeah, that's. But that's... 
Oh, sorry. I was just no, going to say when I when I was finally done with the church at 21, I wanted to do everything. It was mm-hmm. like, let me free. I'm free yes. of this. And I went yeah. into like party mode. And it was okay. so funny because I was coffee. <laughs> I had the regular not decaf coffee, you guys. I went crazy. Oh, <laughs> Dang, you a heathen. It's a crazy Mallory over there at Starbucks <laughs> dancing in the parking lot with her fucking cappuc- frappuccino bullshit. I love it. <laughs> I swam on Sundays. I did oh, everything. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up. Okay, we okay. Swam well. on Sundays. Was, so, is that a rule? <laughs> Yeah, what? you're not supposed to swim on Sundays. Why? Is it because Jesus has to walk on water on Sundays? Or, like, <laughs> you have to save swim? all the water for Jesus. <laughs> oh my god! I never, I've never heard that. That's that's so crazy. Well, they have, what, they have really? this, so, they have this idea that Satan can control the water. Stop! Oh my god! <laughs> but only on Sunday. But only on Sunday. I I didn't know the full rules behind the full like history behind that, but I just knew I wasn't allowed to swim on Sundays, and that's and they said that's why missionaries aren't allowed to swim on their missions. Oh, oh god. my god! <laughs> okay, question: What if um, these missionaries go to a country where they have to take a boat somewhere, and there's an accident, and they have mm. to swim on the water on a Sunday? What happens then? Straight they to go? hell. Straight to hell. Straight to hell for them. It's it's like the that that sound on TikTok, straight to jail. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, straight no. to jail. No. Just swim. Be a man. You're kicked out. <laughs> oh no. Just oh no. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. So awesome. I, I can't. What the fuck? <laughs> But no, it was, I actually, I was at BYU, and I, so I had to write out my last year at BYU while I was already done with the church. Mm-hmm. So I still mm-hmm. had to follow their honor code, but, and I had fully planned on doing that. I was like, it's one year, I'm just going to follow all their stupid rules, and then get out of here. And that mm-hmm. went out the window, like, immediately. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm ready. I'm ready for life. Let's, like, do stuff. I... I became, <laughs> I became a cam girl my last yes, semester at BYU. Yes, I love that. Stop so fucking lowly. I love wow, that. Wow, look at that. Yes. I was like in my room making content and, <laughs> and yes. like going to church on Sunday and being like, hi, Bishop. <laughs> yes. Hi, How are you? <laughs> Forgive me. Lovely Sunday. Daddy. You. Daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bishop recognize you for sure. Right? Oh my I god. know, right? Hey. <laughs> he was like probably like my Joseph highest player. Like, <laughs> like, so yeah. it's like I'll be the hat and you look into me, Joseph. <laughs> mm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do you want to take a look at my seeing stones? <laughs> Show me your golden plates. <laughs> like yes oh my god there's a whole like there has to be some sort of fetish out there for like more ex-mormons i think there is some porn out there that is like women in garments i mean not not that i know right i didn't no, look this no, stuff no, up. not you no no i've just heard i've heard from <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but, but anyway, yes. So, girl, did yes. you finish uh, BYU? 
I did. I finished up at BYU. I got my degree and no one ever found out. I had really cool roommates my last year at BYU. Mm. And so they just didn't tell anyone what I was doing. Uh Um, So they were really cool. I'm still friends with them. Um, and none of them, none of them are Mormon anymore. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny how it's like the ones that were so cool and like normal end up leaving. Yeah. Right. Right. Or your, uh, your content just was like, you know what? I am not a Mormon anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Made them ex-Mormon. I love it. See? Would you say it's a it's a big percentage of people who go to BYU that end up not being Mormon um, by the time they finish the school? You know, I'm not sure, but mm. I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. it really, I think, played a role in me being like, I am done with this. It um, mm-hmm. all the lessons were just so geared toward three things: chastity, getting married, and um like having babies eventually like finding your soulmate oh and modesty oh modesty yeah of course chastity modesty and having babies yeah getting married and dating it was all about dating and we had like one of the last times i went to church where i was still kind of giving it a chance i remember this because i was like no i'm done I got to church and we um, had Sunday school and the guy gets up and he's like, our lesson today is about how to tell a woman she needs to change her clothes when she's dressed immodestly. And we're going to talk about how to do it, like without hurting her feelings. Oh, wow. And that was the entire lesson in church. (laughs) I was like, what? Um, I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Wow. Yeah, good. Fuck yeah. That's good for you, up, man. Ugh. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks. It made me so mad. I was just like, this yeah. isn't about God or Jesus even. This is about controlling right. people it's and controlling yeah. their behavior. Oh, yeah. And so it's God's will. He wants it done. Yeah. Right, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so question, what, what were some of the major uh, factors that played into your deconstruction that made you question, you know, things and, you know, really look at things from another lens, I guess. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't really about any of the history or any of the stuff like Joseph Smith did. Mm -hmm. It was more for me about the way they treated women and LGBTQ people. And also the, I started realizing how bad it was for my mental health. Mm-hmm. it was really bad for my anxiety and I would take breaks from praying and reading my scriptures like for the first time in my whole life mm-hmm. and my anxiety would start to ease up a little bit and yeah. I just realized there was a connection there and when I got put on that medication I was so done with relying on God yeah. because it was right. just so clear to me that I needed real help and yeah. me seeking help from God kept me from doing that. It made me ashamed of my feelings. It made me want to hide. And all of that stuff was just so bad for me mentally that when I started to let go of the church and let go of God, I was just like so happy for the first time in a really long time. And I felt just this, this freedom. It's so strange because it's scary because mm-hmm. no one's telling you what to do anymore. 
but it's unbelievably freeing and you get to figure out for the first time like who you are like I was 21 and I just didn't know who I was it takes away a lot of your identity and I think that can be the most cruel part yeah is because you Mm -hmm. don't get to figure out who you are you're given an instruction manual this is who you are and this is what you're gonna do and your, your childhood was basically stolen and even your a young adulthood you know um, yeah so it's gosh i can't even imagine i'm so sorry and that's that... what indoctrination does that. yeah they, they take away your identity they put in um a pre-recorded um version of whatever the fuck you are and they target the things that matter to us you know like our feelings the way we dress who we talk to, yep. yeah, how we, f- exactly. how we feel about other people on the outside, us versus them, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and then that control gets so internalized that we start self-regulating uh, our- each other and ourselves, the way we feel, the way we think. And that is so scary. Like, <laughs> oh, it is. I, it's- I just, Yeah. It's really so scary. Gross. <laughs> so, uh, what has been the biggest struggle for you after leaving the religion and like finding who you are? Like, what has been like the hardest part for that? So, the hardest part for me has just been um, trusting myself. Mm. I think mm. that's really hard because you spend so much of your time relying on other people to tell you what to do. It just feels weird and new and uncomfortable to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's also the biggest kind of factor, I think, in um, my mental health is being willing to trust myself right, and trust in my own instincts. But it's scary for me to do that. And I still do struggle with a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. around making mistakes. Right, right. Um, and so my mental health has really been a long road, but... Um, it all seems to go back to some of these concepts that I was taught as a child about, I mean, they don't teach you about emotions. They tell you to mask your emotions. They tell you that bad feelings come from Satan. And so you don't have a healthy relationship with your emotions and you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself. And so I had to relearn all of that and basically had to do that in therapy and in treatment centers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a long road, but it also um, has been really empowering. And it's empowering to say that, you know, my healing has come from me and the work that I put into it, not from God, not from anybody else. And I can be proud of that. Fuck yeah. Yep. You put in the work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So where did you get the balls <laughs> to <laughs> to seek the help? Because that's something not a lot of people can do. Yeah. yeah. Well, Is it a matter of getting having good supports or you just being a badass? Like yeah. what was it that really <laughs> gave you that, I guess, courage? Yeah, you could say to well, seek the help, to say, you know what? My mental health is not that good. I need medication, et cetera. Yeah. So frankly, um, it just got to a point where it got so bad that it was kind of clear to everyone that I needed help. And I almost just couldn't run from it anymore. But I held on. I mean, I would, I was sent to the psych ward 
And I basically didn't tell anyone. And I just pretended like everything was fine after that. I didn't get help even after that first time I was sent there until um, it was really bad. And that's another thing um, is it's really, really hard for me to ask for help. Yeah. And I think. Same. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's really hard. And so. Um, getting the help made me realize how important it is to tell people when I'm not doing okay. And so I've got a really good like plan in place for if my mental health starts to dip downward. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've learned a lot and honestly, I'm at a really good place now and I do like to talk about my mental health history because I think it's important to bring awareness and stuff. Yes, absolutely. And, um, but it just breaks my heart how much I feel like my mental health problems are connected to my upbringing in the Mormon church mm-hmm. and knowing that other people are stuck in that religion. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I was kind of ready to leave the Mormon church for about a year and a half before I actually did because I was really scared that if I left something bad was going to happen to me. Like, yeah, I would get in a car wreck or I would just something God wouldn't be protecting me anymore. Right. Even oh, though wow. I didn't quite believe it, that fear was so instilled in me yeah, that I really people don't leave just out of fear. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Sorry if yeah. I'm such a downer. No, 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 no but this is all part just of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is all part of leaving a cult, literally. So like, it's, yeah. it's good to get, you know, tell others what it's like. And yeah. yeah. This, this what about your we... family at this time? Yeah, Are you right. connected to them still or how they? Yeah, I am. Okay. So I'm close with them now, but when I first left the church, there was a time for a while when I, almost wanted to cut them out of my life, mm-hmm. mostly just my parents. Yeah. Um, because there's, I do harbor a lot of resentment for how I was raised right. and the things yeah. that they taught me that led to those mental health issues. Um, but we have a really good relationship now and we don't really talk about the church, but it is lonely being the only ex Mormon in the family. I'm like, can I just have one more? <laughs> someone else i think that's why i really really gravitated towards the ex-mormon community in these other spaces like tiktok and stuff Mm -hmm. um because it's just so great to be validated when everyone else around you is saying oh you just wanted to sin or you just you know you're being deceived by satan yeah and to be able to get that validation and people saying no this is real and this happened to me too and um, it's really powerful. Right. And so this last year being on TikTok has actually been very healing for me. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. The app is good for something. God. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's it's therapeutic to find people who have been through similar experiences and you're able to find camaraderie and, you know, share coping skills and the way that, you know, the, the experiences they've been through. Uh, so, Yeah that's that's great that you found that community on tiktok i hear that it's really nice that they're very supportive of each other it is very supportive and it is fun i mean i love seeing like the people dancing around in their temple clothes (laughs) (laughs) you know right it's so fun 
um, to just get to make fun of this thing that is honestly it's so silly I look back and I'm like how did I not see it (laughs) it seems pretty obvious (laughs) when you look at it and I was just sitting there do I still have my what your 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 temple clothes no see I never went through the temple to get those oh okay all right all right so that's at Amazon (laughs) (laughs) I honestly (laughs) I mean (laughs) Like, you can make some content with your old temple clothes i'm just saying that's what i would do anyway oh i know and people do and it is hilarious yes oh. when you look at the clothes and you see them it's just so clear as day like this is a cult yeah. and that's why they hide it so much and it's just so silly when you think about it and you're like wow i believe that really with my whole heart <laughs> i told people i was a hundred percent sure that this is the truth and you know you just look back and go what what was i doing (laughs) you know (laughs) and this further confirms that we don't choose our beliefs you know in your case the beliefs that you had were given to you as a child you didn't choose that and like you said you were fully convinced that this was the truth right yeah, and we are all we only believe what we're convinced of, and in this case, you were convinced of that because that's what your family gave you, right? You know, yeah, exactly. So don't beliefs. Yeah, and it's that's the thing that really gets me heated is when I think about the kids who just they don't have a choice, right? Right. They're yep. being told that this is the only way to be with your family for eternity. And it just messes with your mind to the point where you cannot leave. You don't feel safe to leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, so when you left the church, like, what is that process like? Do, do you have to, like, go to the church and be like, peace, motherfuckers? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> do they, like, scold you? Like, what, what happens? Like, I'm curious. Yeah. So there's a couple different ways. I just stopped going. But if you officially want to leave, you have to remove your records and you can go to your bishop to do that. Or you um, can go through a website they have called quitmormon.com. Oh, my God. No shit. Okay. Oh, wow. Is is that run from the run by the church? No, no. It's run by people um, who just are trying to help people get out. Oh, gotcha. 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 Okay. Yeah. And um, I got my records removed last year. So about a year and a few months ago, I had my records officially removed and I did not realize how emotional that would be for me Mm. until it happened. I thought, I mean, I haven't been Mormon for 10 years and this, it's just so deep within you. You know, you give so much because the church, the Mormon church demands a lot of you. And they say jump and you just go how high and you keep Mm -hmm. just doing whatever they say and they flip flop and they change things. And you're just like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do whatever you want. And then you find out that you were manipulated and it's just such a deep cut because you gave so much to this thing that wasn't real. Right. Right. (laughs) And it's, it's hard, but, but it was also, it was like, it was like, you don't own me anymore. Yes. I'm my own. And it was very, 
powerful and emotional in a deeply cathartic way. Mm-hmm. That was very cool to feel and very healing. Awesome. Good. Fuck yeah. I, I love hearing that, that it's, there's positivity at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. You know, There is. It, it, it's a road. It's definitely a road to get to. But yeah, as long as you're on that road. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's fun watching other people um, be in, you know, they'll, they might be a year out of the church or they might have just left the church and they're in that stage. So when I first left, I was, like I said, I just wanted to try everything and do everything and everyone. And I just um, hmm. wanted to have a good time. And yeah. I almost flip-flopped from being this really straight-laced religious girl to just being like getting tattoos and getting piercings and nice um having lots of sex and just like really enjoying myself and it was like this is fucking great (laughs) (laughs) but it is a weird you almost have to adjust and um yeah oh yeah you have to adjust and and just figure out how much of that stuff you actually want to do or you're just kind of rebelling or who you really are at the end of it and um it's a cool process but I feel like it's almost like you're a late bloomer when you're Mormon and you leave because you do everything so much later than everyone else is figuring themselves out when they're in their teens and stuff you're finding out your identity and what life is like in reality outside of a cult yeah yeah and it's fu- it's fun to see people on TikTok like try wine for the first time or and they oh. like will forget to get a corkscrew because you're just not used to that stuff. <laughs> and just watching people um, figure out their limits and figure out what they like and don't like. It's such an interesting exploration of yourself. Right. Right. Oh, Yeah. So we know you left Mormonism, but are you an atheist? Do you consider yourself an atheist? Yes, do you I do. Still believe. Okay. So my losing my faith in Mormonism was definitely not as hard as losing my faith in God. Wow. But okay. um it mostly I was pretty much done with the Mormon church, but I was still kind of trying to pray and have a relationship with God. But everything I went through, like I said, with the mental health stuff Mm -hmm. and realizing God just wasn't there, it broke my heart. But um, you just kind of come to a conclusion. conclusion, It's like, I'm not going to pray to you a million times and spend hours on my knees for you to never show up. Like, I'm done trying. It was just such an obvious one-sided relationship to me that it's like this this isn't real. <laughs> yeah, right. It's well, just not real. Well, if you do want to spend hours on your knees, there is a product out there. It's called Praise <laughs> Knee Pads. God damn it. Um, Praise Knee Pads. They are made for your tired knees so when you spend a lot of time on your knees. Oh, um, my God. Call now. 1-800-PRAISE-THE-LORD. <laughs> um, God damn it. Sorry. Right. Back to our regular yeah, program. Right. Sponsored by... <laughs> So Mel, you want to tell us about the re- how praise knee pads is working for you? Um, just kidding. I'm a professional. <laughs> I don't need knee pads. Okay. Like. 
Sorry, Wait, Mallory, I didn't mean beginners. to make fun of your of your struggles or whatever you're going Way to go, through. Beth. God. Yeah, that's n- that was not my intent, just so uh-huh. you're aware. I'm, I'm not ridiculing <laughs> your experience or minimizing your anything, okay? No, no. It's important to be safe when you're on your knees. So that, I understand. Right. There you go. I understand the that's knee right. pads. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, so um, basically, you you did continue to at least try to connect with God, but all you heard was a deafening silence. Right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. exactly. And yeah. um, you just realize what it surprised you. <laughs> it surprised me. I'm like, nobody warned me that Mormonism was this crazy cult. Well, that's no. not true. One girl in high school, she did. Oh, she straight up oh. warned me, and I didn't listen to it. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, you eventually did, you know. But, I eventually yeah. did, yeah. But, yeah. but um, I think that's also why I like to talk about it a lot because it's like nobody told me these things, and I figured out all of the like history and um, horrible stuff that happened in the history of the church yeah. just last year. I had never studied any of that. I didn't even know Joseph Smith had more than one wife. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Until a year ago. Like, that's that's just what they don't tell you any of it. So I'm like, I'm curious because I wanted to ask you, like, as as a woman, like, in the church, I wonder if you're, um, I mean, obviously you're treated differently because (laughs) God, Um, (laughs) but like, uh, maybe because you were a woman, you weren't told the history. Like, I wonder. I wonder if that's, like, part of it. I don't don't know. It could be because um, for a long time, it was really mostly boys who went on missions. And I Mm -hmm. think that's where you kind of get exposure to some of that stuff from people who you're trying to baptize. Yeah. Who might have questions and stuff like that. And so it was mostly men going on missions because they Mm -hmm. could go at 19, but girls had to wait till they were 21. What? What? And then they changed the rules. And now girls can go at 19 and boys can be 18, I think. I've never, I've never seen, seen a, female, a female. I was uh, just, yeah. 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 I never have. Like, I'm, I'm surprised they're allowed to go out, you know, on this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There's um, so many rules. But um, yeah, I never served a mission. And honestly, mm. I feel really lucky because I hear some really bad horror stories about missions. Oof. And like my brother went on a mission and I didn't get to talk to him for like six months. They, cause they what? can call on Christmas and mother's day that's and it? that's it. What? They can call home on those two days. What so the they're, fuck? they're completely separated from the outside world. Like it's real brainwashing and like right. just real traumatic. Uh, like, so when they're so on a sad. mission, do they uh, have some type of hub, like a place where they go stay, like a, a parish or a church? And are they monitored by somebody at all times or are they totally on their own and they stay with like families or No, they have like their own apartments and stuff with other missionaries. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, okay. So they each have a companion and you have to be right. with your companion like at all times. Um, and know. then they have... The mission president, which is basically, I think, who they answer to. Okay. But, um, yeah. And my my brother 
had a really hard time on his mission mm. because he couldn't speak the language yet mm. and everyone who he was with could only speak Spanish. And so um, oh. he got special permission to contact my dad. And so like there are exceptions to some of the rules, right. but um, they just kind of, sometimes they'll put you in apartments in like, really bad neighborhoods or you don't feel safe and people can experience some really intense things on the mission shit wow i wow. wonder if, if anybody's been like murdered um well did you ever hear of that movie i think it was called the, S- the Ceratop- no that's not it that's not it. <laughs> but it's Which about one? two missionaries who were kidnapped in oh, i think russia Oh, and wow. like things like that would happen like and- hostile <laughs> like hostile i mean yeah that's a fucked up movie but yeah it i is, can see is. that happening i mean you got these white kids out in yeah. the open just oh that's insane. Yeah. so irresponsible sending because yeah. they are kids I mean, even though they might be 21, 19, whatever. They're kids. Still. They're, they're, they're young kids. Yeah, yeah. And I feel so bad because they're out there preaching this stuff that some of them might not even believe. They were just pressured into going on a mission. Right, right. And yeah. I truly think missions are to just keep people brainwashed themselves and not so much mm-hmm. about baptizing other people. Mm-hmm. It's to really indoctrinate the members and keep them in the religion because I mean, imagine every single day you're going to tell other people that this is the truth. This is a hundred percent true. I mean, that's like brainwashes yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you can only say it so many times, right? Before you stop Mm -hmm. thinking it's false. I mean, you you start believing it. Yeah. Right. It's that's some crazy shit. (laughs) Uh, Um, so quick mental game quick quick side question have you seen the book of mormon musical i'm not sure if you're into the musicals or like broadway have you i i want to but i haven't i haven't seen it yet it's so good but i've listened to some of the songs yes yeah yeah so i'm familiar with like some of the songs yeah what's the fuck you song fuck you god song Uh, yeah yeah yeah, that's oh, a good that's one. A good, good, good time. <laughs> and people leave by that song. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's my favorite thing to witness. They get all angry and they storm out. Like, whoopsie. <laughs> it's the from the creators of South Park. What did you expect? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it gets worse from there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I gotta okay. watch it. I've never, I've never seen it. Yeah, I, I um, well, there's no like official like pro shop but there's yeah. obviously the soundtrack but yeah. uh it's so so good it should be okay. coming for <laughs> maybe i don't know but anyway really? uh so like i want to know what is the most ridiculous thing about mormonism in your opinion <laughs> in, in your opinion you know oh that's that's a hard one i think the most unbelievable thing was that what it was yeah, like ridiculous, the ridiculous and yeah, yeah, but basically, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to just say like the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would be wrong. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but like the origin story with the golden yeah. plates, the, I think yeah. that's the most ridiculous. And then, yeah. I mean, the rock in the hat—you can't. 
look past how ridiculous that is. It's just so weird and silly. And it blows my mind that people believe this. Like, what? (laughs) People who I love and respect dearly who are smart people believe in this. It's that. It just traps you and it has such a grip on your mind. (laughs) Like, But I I wonder, like, how? How it grips you, like... I'm very curious. Like I want to, I want them to be like studied. You know, their brain. I know, right? You want to like, because you you just look at it from the outside and you're going, "How did this take off? This right. is an actual religion." Like people believe this. A lot of people and they wear you know garments every day of their life because they believe in this. They base Magic all their behavior on this. <laughs> Oh my god! You know what's funny? Uh, the first time I I actually learned the origins of Mormonism was through South Park. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> oh really? Same. Yeah. <laughs> episode dumb, 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 and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this is for real? <laughs> and I looked it up, and that really was how it was. Like what? Legit? What? Like, yeah. What? I don't. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like what the fuck? Found in eighteen. I think. Okay. I think I do have to say the handshakes in the temple might be weirder. (laughs) Okay, like like the what what handshakes? They're secret handshakes. Yes. So I I didn't know this either until a few years ago because I never went through the temple to do the handshake stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, (laughs) sorry. Yeah. It's literally like a glory hole, and they stick their hand through, and you like give the oh handshake. God. Okay, wait, wait, go back, go back. Glory- what? Okay, you need to explain that a little more, please. So I, I hope I'm getting this right, but I think I am. They have a veil, and oh one person God. stands on one side of the veil and sticks their hand through, and the other mm-hmm. person um, puts their hand and gives the special handshake that signifies. I don't know what it signifies, but they just give this special handshake that's like a code, and they call them signs and tokens that basically get you into, like, VIP heaven. VIP heaven? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And people do this. They go to the temple and do this all the time and think it's normal and think it's just, like, beautiful. How often do you do this? It depends. You can basically go as much as you want, but um, some people go, they'll try to go like once a month or um, they'll do it for date night (laughs) (laughs) with their spouse. Oh my god. Hey honey, you wanna get some dinner and they get some handshakes? Hey, you wanna get a yeah. hand job? I mean handshake, yeah. Uh, well, it's still I, know. I mean te- right. technically. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, wow. Mallory, how would you explain this to a non Mormon person that you wanna go on a date with, but you also wanna go get a handshake? <laughs> like how fucking I like, yeah no, but wait they're, they're not allowed to like date other like non oh, you're right. yeah it would only be able Never to mind. be another yeah. woman but still that'd be funny as shit though oh my god yeah can you stick your hand in this glory hole please thanks yeah just try and they don't <laughs> oh my god 
Because yeah. it gives you glory. Is that is that why it's called glory hole? Glory, yeah. glory, glory. The glory of God through a the hole. The glory of God. Just stick your hand through this glory hole. Trust us. Just trust, just trust me, bro. It's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. It's fine. For me, the most ridiculous thing is the when they say that Jesus came to the U.S., yeah, and the that, Eden is in what? Yeah. What, what was it? Mi- um, Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Yes. yes. Yeah, what and the, the people fuck? of color are basically cursed. You know, I know they, yeah. they revised that at some point. The nineteen seventy-two. Yeah, something, something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. It's it's honestly hard to choose. It's the whole thing <laughs> is so they, weird. They believe in Jesus, right? Like. He's yes. like the son of God. And they, they believe in God, right? Like, yeah. Okay. So it's different than the Trinity. They believe God okay. has a body and Jesus has a body. And Jesus is the son of God. He's not like actually God. Okay. So then oh. um, was he born of Mary? Yes. So then God literally raped Mary. Yeah. If, if I think... he was human form, right? As you said. Yeah, so. and that's what they believed. I think one of the prophets might have. Um, that's might where might be oh. where it came from. Huh. But they talked about like God actually having sex with Mary. Oh my god! Oh, okay. And that's wonderful. Isn't the it just hole. lovely? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> also, I read somewhere that they believe that Adam was God. Is that true? Yes, or is that, that I think came from Brigham Young. Who's, oh, okay. It was called Adam God Theory, that they believed that. Adam was God. I mean, Something like honestly, that. So he created himself. Like, what? How does that work? Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. This, this gets weirder and weirder. Like, <laughs> and it never adds up, and no, no one is, and everyone's just fine with it. They're like, yeah, that was a long uh, time ago. That was just Brigham Young. Yeah, it was you only know? like He's still a man. You Did you know? know he had fifty-five wives? 55. Brigham Young. That's no. such a weird yeah. number. Why I knew he had a lot. 55. Why? Or maybe he just died trying for, for 56. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, should have used the glory hole. Yeah. Should have. Yeah, absolutely. Should have. <laughs> Joseph Smith in the glory hole. <laughs> now, that is a porno I want to see. Like... <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. I mean, (laughs) can I be the veil? Go to the corner. (laughs) Stick your hand through what? Wait, what? (laughs) Anyway, so many thoughts, so many visuals are going through my mind right now. Oh my god. Thirty-four. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's insane. Like, so, so what is the craziest rule that that you can remember? Like. I mean, probably the swimming on Sunday the one. Swimming, okay. But I've never heard that. I've before. never heard that. That's it's so, so funny. Weird. Like, yeah. Oh my god. So but, yeah, because Satan controls water? the water. Can you drink water on Sunday? Or yeah, you can drink water to swim. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, which is I thought Satan controlled the water. What if he makes you choke? Satan. Okay, listen. Satan just wants you to be hydrated. Okay, good guy, Satan. <laughs> He okay. offers you water in the desert, so I don't see what the problem is. Right? But now, yeah, if he wants to make you thing? choke, I think Mel will be into that. Yes, right? please. As long as you pull my hair, we're good. 
Yeah. Just double action. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> like it's it's a win win, honestly. You know? <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, so correct please correct me if I'm wrong, but you are bisexual? Yes, I am. Um Nice. How far along did you figure that out? Were you out of the church by then or are you still in the church? Yeah. So I remember when I was 12, I pretty clearly had a crush on this girl and I tried in my mind to convince myself that I just really wanted to be her friend, but I knew it was different than other girls. It was like, okay. I like this girl, Yeah. but I kind of shoved it down until when I was 16, there was this girl in one of my classes who I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. And um, I, w- <laughs> I would just try so hard not to think about her because mm-hmm. even the thoughts, they, they police your thoughts too. And so I would think yeah. even thinking about it is a sin. And wow. sometimes I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to. I'm just going to think about her for like the next five minutes and then I'm, I'm going to stop having lustful thoughts, but I'm just going to let myself think about her for the next five minutes. And I, it was just, there was a lot of shame around it because I was really scared someone would find out. Right, right. Because I would like look up <laughs> like naked girls online. And, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And I was, I always nice. figured that if my parents found out, they would just think it was my brother. Right. But I was still, I would have, ah. I would have nightmares oh, no. about people finding out I was attracted to girls. And yeah. so there's just that ingrained shame around it. Yeah. And then the first time I hooked up with a girl was at BYU. Oh, shit. And of course. <laughs> yeah, I snuck around with this girl. And um, it was just, like, so exciting for me to finally get to experience this. Right. And um, – but I was so scared people would find out. Yeah. And so you just have to – you're constantly, like, on alert. You can't be with them in public. You can't – like, you just try to hide it. Yeah. And it gets really exhausting – and then um, you just feel there's so much shame around it. You don't even know why. You'll be like, I don't believe this anymore, but I still feel this little twinge mm-hmm. of shame mm-hmm. when I think about girls. And that doesn't happen anymore, but it did yeah. for a while. Well, it's an indoctrination right there, you know? Like, Yeah. Ugh. But I'm glad you got out of it, obviously. Like, I'm glad that you're free. I'm free. Yeah, Do you still look up naked ladies? You. Oh, all the time. He's like, bitch, all I am time. one. Like, I just stand and look in the mirror at myself. There you go. Naked. Naked lady. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so when I was younger in um, like high school, mm-hmm. girls would always talk about the gut. Gu- they would always talk about porn and masturbation like it was a guy problem. Mm-hmm. And so I would always just feel like um, no one can find out I do this or else they're going to think I'm disgusting because the girls would mm-hmm. talk about it. They would say things like, I can't believe guys do that. I don't even get it. It's so gross. Oh my and then I'd chime in and be like, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Ew. <laughs> like, I don't get <laughs> it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like Googling the word boobs like over and over. (laughs) Boobs. 
I love Boop. that. <laughs> On the calculator upside down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> I'm like, Google image boobs. Let's see what we find. <laughs> oh, my God. Fantastic. Okay, but, so. Yeah. Um, but last question. Um, what is your advice? What would advice would you give for people deconstructing from my advice for people deconstructing would definitely be to just let yourself explore. Mm. Let yourself try. Try things. And you might figure out you don't like it and you might figure out you do. But you have the freedom to explore that, whatever it may be. And have fun because it is fun mm-hmm. to finally be able to be yourself. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Excellent. That's amazing. Awesome. Thank oh. you so much for sharing that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your experiences and thank you for being vulnerable. We really appreciate you and we're very happy that you're where you're at right now. Yes. The place the what am I saying? You know, where you're at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you're you. Healing and constant, yeah. You know, you're you're finding yourself and yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's beautiful. A journey. That's absolutely beautiful. It's a journey. Yeah. It is, and it's a fun journey. There you go. <laughs> Boobs. Well, obviously boobs are involved, so yes, it's a fun joke. <laughs> I love boobs. I really do. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, you are married now, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, I am married. I'm married to a man. Um, and yeah, we've been married for two years. Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Is he, thank you. Thank uh, you. Is he an ex-Mormon also? Or- no, he's actually been an atheist his whole life. Oh, perfect. Um, okay. He's from Turkey, so he oh, grew up nice. more around, like, um, the Muslim culture. Yeah, yeah. And um, But he's always been an atheist. And so I wow. think sometimes he doesn't quite understand, um, you know, having been in a religion myself, mm-hmm. he doesn't totally get why I still, like, talk about it all the time. Yeah. But um, he's fully supportive of me. He even, like, <laughs> he's just funny. He'll he'll be like, oh, look at us. We're such sinners when we drink <laughs> wine and stuff like oh, that. No. <laughs> and he'll joke around with me about it. So um, he's cool with it. But he is also an atheist, which I'm really happy about. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, my, my parents were always like, when are you going to marry a nice uh, white Christian boy? <laughs> I mean, oh, yes, no. I married white, whatever. But still, I married an atheist. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, I just find it funny. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Where can we find you? You can find me TikTok right now. on TikTok mm-hmm. at Mallory Moves Forward. All and together? Yes. Okay. And on Instagram at Mallory Face, F A C E. Face, huh? Okay. <laughs> what, is, what was that? I don't know. Mallory Face. So Mallory Face. All together, though, also. Yes. Okay. Cool. Thank you for that. And we wanted to remind our listeners that we do have a merch store. If you go to our bios on TikTok, if you can find our TikToks, <laughs> we could get banned and suspended and shit. Right. Uh, but if you go to www.theburningedenpodcast.com, you can find the merch store. And there is a shirt with 
Mel fucking Jesus in the ass. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, also, if you are a simp, <laughs> I mean, a fan of our content and like what we do, please consider supporting us. You can do so by going to uh, anchor.fm slash Burning Eden 666 and clicking on the support button. We would like to thank Kit, Kayla, who's a new supporter, Chico, yeah. William, and Robin for supporting us. Thank you so much. And you can choose a monthly amount that you would like to support us with. Any amount is appreciated as long as you share it with everybody. Share it with your pastor, with your, you know, wife, with your grandma. Your glory uh, hole, you know, your, secret yeah, handshake. when you're you at know. the glory hole. Yeah. In the ba- I don't know. Whatever you do in your life, share the joy of Bath and Mel. Uh, <laughs> there's also a voicemail feature that we want to remind you of. Oh if you want to tell us how much you love us or how yes. much you fucking hate us, yes, what doesn't like matter to, do to us, us, you know. Yeah, you know, it's, what you want to cool. do with us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, go to anchor.fm slash burning eat and 666, and you will see a little link for message options, and you can send a voicemail, and we can use that in yes. the episode. Give us a so, spicy message. I want a spicy oh, message. Yeah, spicy <laughs> message. And, and don't forget. Also, yeah. yeah. Um, there's an atheist yeah. convention in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, April 14th through the 17th. They just released the tickets. Um, That's right. Yes. It's the American Atheist Convention, right? If I remember, yeah. Um, Correct. If you go to uh, convention.atheist.org, uh, you'll you'll be able to find the tickets and all, all the fun stuff that's happening. The whole schedule is there. They haven't announced right. the, the guests yet, I don't think. Uh, but we know that no, Matt Dillahunty will be there. So that right there, <gasps> that right there is amazing. So, oh, my God. And, I and that's on Seth April fourteenth. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. April fourteenth through the seventeenth, we'll be there. We will be there. Uh, Tits and everything. Yeah, I can't promise we'll be wearing clothes, but no, we'll be no, there. No, no promise, no guarantee, no guarantee. Uh, and maybe we can give you a hug and go swimming on Sunday. We'll get some nice <laughs> go swimming no. on Sunday. <laughs> God <right>. damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Well, Mallory, you've been amazing. Thank yes. you so much for being here with us. We really appreciate you. Thank and you, guys. Hopefully, yes. we can do this again. I hope so. Fuck yeah. Of course, I would love to. Yes. Hell yeah. Okie doke. Well, that is it for today. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Woo. And we just reached our one year anniversary I doing know. this show. Oh, my God. Yay. Whole year with this asshole. Are you kidding? Ugh. Your asshole? What? I mean, that too. Huh? Pucker up, what? bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ooh. A whole fucking year. Hopefully, it'll be another one. <laughs> we'll see. Another six months tops. We'll see. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to wrap it up like a dick fucking Jesus. Sorry, that was so... No, I go raw. I'm sorry. (laughs) At least the first time I go raw, he deserves it, okay? (laughs) And me being the cursed person that I am, according to the Mormon faith, I will say goodbye to you. Thank you so much. And that is what the Lord wants. Amen. 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 Amen.